This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Guys, guys, Rabotai, this, this shiur is going to be one in yan, one topic, but it is going to be a very, very important topic. And I want it to be Bezal Hashem. What's her name, please, Albert? Adina Adel. Yael. Bat. Bat Le'ah, Bezal Hashem. Rabotai, it's not a joke. Life is not a joke. You're living, you say, thank you, Hashem, thank you, Hashem. You, you know what I'm saying? You're living, thank you, Borei Olam. Every second of life. The guy says to him, I'm 15, I'm 15, 15. Your life is life, every single second. I have time, you don't know. Somebody knows when he's going to pass away. You know, you know, one of the reasons why we make, does everybody say Kriyat Shema before they go to sleep, by the way? Before we go to sleep, Kriyat Shema, the whole Kriyat Shema you know what I'm talking about? One of the things that we say over there is Anna. You know, Anna, Asham, Nubagad, Nugazal, Nu. Right? Why do we say that? You know why we say that? What's one of the reasons why we say that? Nobody knows over there? Come on, I don't believe it. Nobody knows that. Like, huh? Sorry. Sorry. I was, say sorry. Yeah, you just say sorry every second. You, huh? I know. What's the reason? You know what the reason is? Because we don't know if we're going to wake up the next morning. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. So Hashem says, give you a chesed. Do Anna. Who knows? And what's the first thing we do when we get up in the morning? What's the first thing? What does that mean? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because when a person's sleeping, who knows? He's going to wake up. Not wake up. But we take it for granted. You know, Baruch. <laughs> you tell your friend, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we, 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 we plan on living, of course. That, that's the attitude. But at the end of the day, you have to thank Hashem. Before we go to sleep, we do Anna. And we wake up, we say, Thank you, Hashem. I'm alive. Thank you, Hashem. I'm alive. So this is what we're going to do. Tomorrow morning, Biskut. Adina. Biskut, this lady that passed away. We're gonna tomorrow morning. Everybody's gonna take it as a as a as a as a, as a group, and everybody listening as well. We're gonna say Moda Anida Fanecha, thanking Bore Olam, thanking Bore Olam, thanking Bore Olam. That 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 that's thanking Hashem that you're alive, that you're alive. You ever thank Hashem that you really you really thank Him? Well, Moda Anida Fanecha becomes like a ta 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 ta. No, you gotta thank Him tomorrow morning. You wake up in the morning, you do a kavana. Kavana means I I'm thanking you in front of you, Hashem. Mode, I I am thanking you that The king that's high, that's alive, kayam. That you brought back my neshama with with great emunah that we have in you that you that you brought us our neshama back. Thank you, Hashem, that you brought us our neshama back. Thank you, gave us life. Everybody tomorrow morning has to say with Kavanah. Everybody. Miskut. Miskut? Say with Kavanah. Modani. Real. Okay. Everybody ready to start? You ready? Shout out to Albert Sur. He just came back from uh, from Israel. Fresh off to Israel. Uh, you can see it on his face, huh? This guy. Huh? You know, I can see on his face. He's shining. He's shining. Glowing. But Kedusha, there is sale. And it's sale. It's not any sale that a person had to have, has to have a school to go to any sale. You know that? How many times this year a person wanted to get in and couldn't get in? He's about to get in. All of a sudden, they close the border. He's about to go again. They close the border again. Finally, oh, yeah, I'm about to go in. Vaccine card. Go try vaccine card. Didn't get the vaccine card. All of a sudden, now they got the vaccine card. They still closed it. Even in the vaccine card. It's like, it's like, you know, what's going on? It's very simple. You know why? You have to have a schut to go into a sale. 
I know myself. I know myself. I was in Israel. I lived there when I was his age. What are you, 17, 18? 18. 18, I was his age. I lived in Israel. I, I was 17, by the way. Before you, huh? 17. I, I was 17, turning 18. I was there for four years. And I flew in, flew out, flew in, flew out. Listen, at the end of the day, you have to have a scoot. Hashem gave me a scoot to go. They sailed to, to the four years of Israel. I had a scoot. You have to have a scoot to go. Hashem gave me a scoot. I have a scoot to go. Look at this guy. Can I say, can I say your name or no? Only I won't say your name. But I'm going to point you now. He tried. Yeah, is that embarrassing if I say it or no? No, no. Holy over here. They're not going to know who it is online. Do you care or no? I can't. No, 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 I'm, not no, I'm, not. no I'm definitely not going to say it. All right, sorry, we missed out on that story. Okay, next. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, anonymous, anonymous, no name. Okay, there was a person. Oh, you know the name. You know the name. In any case, in any case, you have, everybody knows, and there's a living witness over here in our school, over here that's sitting with us right now. Uh, you have to have a school to get in, and 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 he really. Had a ticket, and he was going in, and he was ready to go in. The second he was going in, they closed the borders, and after they closed the borders, finally opened up the borders. Then he has his, you know, what I'm saying he's a big things. You have to understand, it's a really, it's an honor. It's an honor if if you live in Israel, it's wow, and if and if you get into Israel just to go, it's wow. So therefore, Rabotai, we welcome Albert and Bezal Hashem. Just have that in mind. The next time you do enter Israel. Really feel that the the really feel the the gratitude to Hashem that you're able to enter. Really feel that. And by the way, Yisrael nikdim biyisurim. Mesechah Barachot says Yisrael is a conquered. Well, biyisurim. You know what yisurim means? It's not gonna be so easy. I could promise you. I'm not gonna promise, but I can promise you. When I would go back and forth to Israel and I'd go back in, something happened. I. I, every single time if I would tell you something happened, I finally go to my dorm room, I go to the dorm room all of a sudden, they tell me, oh, they, 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 the bed is not there. I was like, where's the bed? I just came back. Where's the bed? Oh, guy came. He came for a weekend. They took it to the other room. Where was, so where is my bed? Oh, it's on the fifth floor. I'm on the first floor. I have to carry the bed all the way. The, you know what's going on? Well, don't think you're just going to Israel just like that. You have to work hard. Even when you're in Israel, you have to work hard. One time I went, I remember, I'll never forget, I was thought I was so smart. I saw a sale, like 400 bucks, but you have to stop over and, and, and whatever. One stop, I was like, yeah, I'll stop over for two hours. Big deal. I stop over, and I'm going, trying to go back again. And finally, I, it must be a setup for, for so cheap because I'm about to go back on the flight. I, I missed it literally by one. The, 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 the plane is right there. The student's right there. They said, last aboard. You know, they said, all aboard, last, last, last one boarding flight. Blah, 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 blah. All right, we're boarding in three minutes, last seating. I go, one minute after they said it, they, I was like, Miss, Miss Tortoise, you just shut the thing. I just saw you shut the thing. What do you mean? I can't go... No, sir, you cannot go up. That's it. We set the rules over here. The second it hits this clock, we cannot let anybody in. I was like, but there's a lady that's just going on right now. I don't understand. I, we said, I couldn't get on. I had to stay. I'll never forget. I had to stay in France for a whole night. I know what I was doing. I stayed to the nearest hotel. I said, just give me the nearest hotel until the next morning. There was no, where I was, there was no kosher whatsoever. There was no kosher. I remember I had oranges. That's what I had. That night I had oranges, literally. Saturday I had oranges. So when you haven't been there, I have oranges. That's what I had. I had oranges over there. And you know which orange? You know how you go to the hotel and like, on top, like you're checking into the hotel, they have like a bowl of fruits, you know? So I complimentary bowl of fruits. 
Like, I'm, I was the guy, okay, I'll take this orange and I'll take that orange. I got nothing else to eat but oranges. That's all. But I did it with it. I said, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to do it. But what? Every time I went in. So there's two things, great lessons. Three. We learned three lessons. We didn't even start the class, by the way. First lesson we say, thank you that you're alive. We're going to say it with Kavanah tomorrow. You want to say it every day of your life? But at least tomorrow morning with full Kavanah, with full gusto. Second lesson we learned is, it's just good to go on day sale. And the third is, don't think you're just going to Israel like that. Just know, sometimes you will have a rough and tough uh, time. But when you do get in, just know it's a good for you. Rabotai, let's start. Now we start the 18 minutes. Yeah, let's start. <laughs> it says over here, it, sa- it says over here, it says over here, I'm going to let you speak after me. Let you speak after you tell us your stories in Israel, you tell us your trip, you tell us your shiva, right after the Zad Hashem. All right, let's go. Uh, this is a very, very, I'm, I'm saying one topic, we're saying, we're saying one topic tonight, and it's very, very important. Boys, boys, listen, please. Harari brothers, yeah, listen, this is very, very, big shout out to Harari brothers, yeah. This is very, very, very important lesson that you have to learn. Everybody has to learn this, and we're saying over here. This is, in our parasha, parasha b'shalach, Perek Tetvav Pasuk Kavbet. This from Kavbet, this is the whole lesson tonight. From Kavbet to Kavbet, three Pesukim, but probably one of the most important lessons in our history. And this lesson, I'm going to tell you what it is. The topic is that if you do what I'm about to tell you, what's one of the biggest segulot to not, not suffer? Sometimes suffer meaning to say like his body aches. You ever have a body ache, a migraine, a, a backache, a, a this, a that, oh, my back, my neck, my this, my that. Whatever it may be, this is the segula tonight, not to get into any of pains and aches for, for your body. And you, you, you know, you, after you hear it, you're gonna hear like you're gonna be like, you'll be like, what? But I'm gonna quote you, gemarot. I brought you two gemarot today. I brought you homage. Three pesukim is the hoshior. Give me 15 minutes. Everything is done. 15 minutes, right? That's it. Let's go. You ready? You ready? Like this. It says over here, <coughs> they're going, they're going three days in the desert. This is in our parasha. They're going three days, and it says, three days, and they didn't find water. Now, what does that mean? They didn't find water. Now, obviously it means they didn't find physical water. Three days they were going, and they didn't find physical water. But I'm going to quote you a Gemara on this Pasuk. It's a Gemara in Mesech Baba Kama, Dafpeh Bet Amud Aleph. And I'd like to read it to you. And it says over here, like this. It says, They went three days in the desert, which is this week's Parashat Shavuah. And it says, they, They're getting out of Egypt. They're finally getting out of Egypt. Now they're in the desert. They're going three days, and they don't find water. So what does the Gemara say? Amru. So they didn't find water. That's the regular pshat. But with Doresh, and Mayim, Ela, Torah. What does Mayim mean? It means Torah. So therefore what they do, how do I know that? The Pasuk says, Since they what? They went three days without Torah. They, they got basically confused. So what they do, listen, listen to what they did, listen. This is the most amazing, fa- fascinating Gemara, because now you're going to understand something that you maybe not didn't, didn't know until now. 
עמדו נביאים שביניהם וקנו להם, שיהיו קוראים בשבת, they did what? מפסיקים אחר שבת, and that's what they did. Let me explain what they did. Everybody understand what they did? It's מסגת ברקמה פבית. We are not allowed to go three days without learning Torah. And by the way, I, 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 I correct myself. You're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to go anytime without learning Torah. But sometimes a person's anus. If a person has to go eat. Go learn Torah. I have to eat. Okay. You have, go learn Torah. I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. You have to go shower. I have to shower. You have to go make... You have to do it. But otherwise, we have a mitzvah to learn Torah anytime. Anytime you're available, we, anytime you're free, you learn Torah. That, that, that's our life, by the way. How do I know that? The Pasuk says, Learn the Torah, Yomam Valayla. And there was a story with one. Remember one, 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 one of the, he came to his uncle and he asked him, oh, Can I learn Greek philosophy? He says, Yes. He says, When? When it's not day or not night, then you can learn Greek philosophy. He says, What do you mean? He says, What, what does that mean? So I can never learn Greek philosophy. When it's not day and not night, you can learn it. He says, well, this is good. He says, what should I do? It says, Learn Torah day and night. That's what it says. The Nevi'im came along and said, sometimes a person, right, he has to make sure three days in his life do not go. Heaven forbid. Three days, heaven forbid, cannot go without Torah. And therefore, you know what they instituted the Nevi'im? They instituted... Monday, you have to read the Torah in, when, when you go to shul. Thursday, you have to read the Torah when you go to shul. And Shabbat, you have to go. Now, let's take that. Monday, take Monday. Monday, we read the Torah. Tuesday, do we read the Torah in, in, in the Sefer Torah? No. Wednesday, do we read the Sefer Torah? No. Thursday, we read? So, is that within three days? Yeah, so we're good. Let's see. Thursday, we read the Torah. Friday is one day. Shabbat, we read the Torah? Yes. So, it's one day. Now take Shabbat, read the Torah. Now take Sunday. Sunday, do we read the Torah? Monday? Okay. Oof. So we, we, the, the rabbi, the Nevi'im, instituted, we cannot go three days, heaven forbid, Hasvish alone with no Torah learning. It's impossible. So what did the Nevi'im do? They said, I have news for you. Everybody comes to shul. Let them read at least the Sefer Torah. At least they get some Torah in his Neshama. The Neshama has to feel the Torah. The Neshama feels the Torah. We have a soul that... Feeds the Torah, it feeds in us. Is that clear? You hear this lesson, but it's not over, Rabotai, it's not over. Because if you look further on, if you look further on, what does it say when they got to Marah? They didn't find you over. And what does it say over there? Look, 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 look at the Pasuk over here. Amazing. What did Hashem do? An amazing thing. It says over here, it says, Bemara Rashi in Pasuk Kafhei says, listen to this Rashi. Bemara, when they were in this place, Mara, Natan Lahem Miksats Parshiochal Torah. They gave them, Hashem gave them some parts of the Torah, Shit Skubahem, so they should learn it. Which Paraduma, Shabbat, Paraduma, Dinin. Was it, at this point was the Torah given yet? Yes or no? Who knows? This point of the Torah. Which part of it? No, this part is by where they're getting out of Egypt. They're by a place called Marah. There's no water for three days. And we did a whole derush three days. You can't go out without Torah. Not and even. all of a sudden, it says over here that Hashem gave over parts of the Torah so they can learn it. Did they get the Torah? Yes or no? No. 
So Hashem says, look how important it is. I'm not giving you the Torah yet. But it in itself is so important to learn Torah that guess what? I'm not going to do the Torah yet. But here's a, a taste. Here's a little bit because I need, you need, not us, not, not him. We need the Torah to be involved in in order to have, even to be sane, to have sanity, to live a normal life. You have to learn Torah. There was one time a guy, he was older, he went to an old age home, whatever it was, and this is a man speaking that he went to an old age home, and he sees an old age home, sees this guy's playing uh, polka, ta 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 winning the game, yeah, and the other guy, the other guy takes his cake, oh, you, you won me again, ta, and the other guy takes his other cake, you owe me five bucks, I just, yeah, and then he says, you see one guy over there, over there, sitting down, doesn't even look so religious. Doesn't know how to He says, what does he do? He's opening up a Gemara. And he's sitting down and learning. They go ask him. Habibi, go play Shesh Bash. Come on, get into the poker game. Let's go. What does he say? I'm getting ready for my test. Huh? <laughs> Did you take your medication, Habibi? <laughs> He says, no, 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 no. I'm getting ready for my test. He says, what test? And he says, after 120, I'm going to be asked, did I learn Torah? Did I learn Torah? There's no excuses, by the way. Because the Gemara teaches us, no matter what position you're in in life, they're going to ask you. Let's say you have a guy, good-looking guy. Say, listen, did you learn Torah? Listen, at the end of the day, Hashem... You know, you created me so good looking. Everywhere I was going, I was just busy. Like my looks were just like, you know, I know, I know. And you know what they're going to ask him? You know what they're going to ask him? They're going to ask him, let me ask you, were you more beautiful than Yosef? Nobody was more beautiful than Yosef. Yosef, you know how beautiful he was? Yosef was the most beautiful man. Uh, 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 by, forget about it. Yosef was Sadiq. Everybody knows what happened with Asher Potifara. She was, she was complaining. She said, I, I, I can't take it. So they said, what's wrong with you? Her, her friend said, what's wrong with you? He says, if you would see the guy who's in my house. He says, what? The guy can't be so beautiful that you're going crazy. Come, just come. They're peeling uh, some vegetables. And she calls them over. Yosef, come by for a second. He's walking by. They were so, he was so beautiful that they got distracted. They cut, instead of cutting the peel of the vegetable, they cut the peel of their skin. Yeah. That's how beautiful Yosef was. Could you imagine? Now they go up to Shammai. How can we do the Torah? Listen, Shammai knows you created me so good looking. I had a lot of, you know, I had to, I had to do the situation. You know, I say, oh yeah, were well, you more beautiful than Yosef HaSadiq? And he learned. The guy has nothing to say. Oh, you're right. Then they go to the next guy. How can we not, how can we not learning? He says, you know how rich... You know how rich I am? I had this and I had that and I had this. I had everything. You know how rich? How do you want me to learn? How do you want me to learn? You know how much wealth I had to deal with? You know, if a well, you ask a wealthy person, sometimes, you know, you know how hard it is to be, you think it's easy to be wealthy? You know how hard it is? Think about it. They get all this money and now what do they do? They have to invest it. And now they have to think, what can I invest in? And now their brain is thinking, should I invest in this? Should I invest in that? It's great. But I'm just saying it's hard. It's not easy. 
It's not an easy thing being rich. All you think, oh, I got rich. Yeah, he's rolling. He's a crazy. Okay. And like, he has all this flus. He has all this money. And then what does he have to do with all this money? He has to invest it. What do you think? He put, you think a rich man just puts it in the bank? He just put it in the bank. He doesn't leave it in the bank. He wants to invest. It's hard. What well, can I put in property? Maybe stock. Maybe, maybe, maybe a new investment. Maybe a new company. Maybe who knows? But it's hard work. It's hard work. They ask him. Oh, by the way, did you learn Torah? Ah, how can you make you learn Torah? I was, uh, I was, uh, I was busy making the the flues, making the money. Eh? Say, I was a rich man. I was a very rich man. They ask, oh, are you richer than Rabbi Lazar Hasom? Rabbi Lazar Hasom, he was so rich, it says that he had a, he owned the, his father passed away and left him a thousand cities, a thousand cities. You know what it is? Imagine owning the whole New York City. You owning the whole New York City. Imagine that. Imagine you own the whole New York. And imagine now owning a thousand New York cities. And imagine owning a thousand. By the way, back in the day, they had boats and ships. Imagine owning a thousand ships, like those cruise ships you see, those are Josh, two hundred and fifty, whatever. The hell. Imagine owning a thousand of those. So go tell me, you you rich No. Did he learn Torah? Yes. What's your excuse? What's your excuse? And then he asks, like, four guys gonna come. What do you think? The poor guy's going to get out of it? Yeah, I have the best things to go. What should I do? What, what happened? What about you? He says, what do you mean? What about me? I was, uh, I was, he says he was, a, he was a poor man. He was busy, he was busy just his poverty. He couldn't do anything. But, but, he says, were you poor than Hillel Azakan? Well, how poor was Hillel Azakan? Back in the day, they used to have people paying to get into the shul. It wasn't just like that. They had to pay. So he didn't have money. You know what he did? He went on a skylight. There was a skylight. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hear. I'm going to hear what the rabbi is saying from the skylight. And he was there one day and listening, listening, listening. And it was starting to snow. And it snowed and he said, I'm not leaving. I have to hear Torah. The next day, the next day, they all walk in. Listen. They walk in. The rabbis see that the skylight is all dark. They look up, they see, oh my goodness, there's an image of a man over there. What's going on? They hurry up, they go right to the, to, the, to, the, to the skylight. They pour water, they get him out. What's going on? Who are you? He says, my name is Hillel. I said, what happened? He says, I didn't have money to walk in, so I had to learn Torah. I did that. What? No way. This is what he did for Torah. Look how poor he was at that time. And look what he did to learn Torah. So do you have an excuse to learn Torah? It says... Rabot machshavot belev ish. You have a lot of machshavot in your brain. Vaatzat Adonai hitakum. The aitza of Hashem. He. What's he? Hitakum. That's gonna last. What's he? How do you spell he? Who knows how do you spell he? H e. No, not he like that. This guy. This guy. How do you spell he? Hey Yud. Hey Yud. Hey Yud. Hey stands for Hillel. Yud stands for Yosef. Aleph stands for El Azad Bar Hasom. These three men, Hitakum, they are going to be the ones. They are, he's getting nervous from now. He's like, uh, what? He's like, Rabbi, please, this will be the answer. The Torah is knocking him out, huh? Okay, that's what it is. Lahaim, yeah, Lahaim, Albert, Lahaim, welcome back. <laughs> but that's what it is, Rabbi That's what it is. That what does it say? 
It says, Hitakum. They're going to ask him, and that's what's going to be. But guess what? This guy, this guy, that was what? That was sitting there and learning this old guy. When they asked him, what are you doing? He says he has a test. Because Hashem's going to ask him, did you learn? And we're going to answer yes. And then we're going to answer, what did you learn? And they're going to say, and he's going to pass the test. Because he realized how important it is the learning. And now listen to this, what I'm about to tell you, because this is the next pasuk. This is the next pasuk. And this is the highlight right now. Listen to what I'm telling you. I'm quoting a Gemara in the Hey Amud Aleph. In the middle of the page, <clears throat> first words line is how sick. Wait two more minutes. Wait two more. Two more. Two more. Extra credit. Two more minutes. This is the punchline. How are you gonna go? This guy. I know you have to visit. Give me one second. Just read this. After this line, you go. It says, "Amarish Takish, Kol Haosek BaTorah." Anybody who learns Torah, who gets involved in Torah, Yisurim Bedilim Hemenu, suffering will run away from him. You heard it? Anything bad, the bad suffering will run away from him. You hear what's going on? Why? Because he was learning Torah. And how do we know that? From the following Pasuk. And this is what it says. You ready? Listen to this. Vayomed. It says in the Pasuk, which is in this week's parasha again. If you listen to God's ways, any sickness that I placed in Egypt, this is the proof that you will always be healed. It won't even come to you. You know why? Because Torah, when you're saying the Torah... Suffering won't happen. And the proof is that it says over here that the Pasuk says, any machalah that I put in Egypt, you will be saved, you won't get it from. And listen to this story. Listen to this. The Habetz Haim, true story is brought down in the Sefer called from Hashem Shadron. Listen what I'm telling you very careful. Remember this? Say it on your Shabbat table. There was a fundraiser. They were sitting down. Hafez Haim was in charge of this fundraiser to raise money for hospital beds in the hospital. And what happened was, the day came, and they were raising money for the hospital beds. They had the people sitting there, and they said, no, how many, how many, you Simon, how many, how many, how many beds are you donating? The guy said, five. Albert, how many, four. This guy, you know, three. Ah, ten beds, twenty beds, fifteen beds, thirty beds. Finally, a few yeshiva guys, guys who learned Torah, Come into the room. And Havetzim stops. Oh, look who came. He goes, he gives them the utmost respect. So the people who are donating, they're like, whoa, how much respect is he giving to these guys, these yeshiva guys? So one guy was a big wise guy. And he said like this, listen to Harry. He says, okay, Havetzim, Rabbi, how many beds are these guys donating? Because you know they're not, they don't have the money to donate. How many guys are they donating? You know what that face said? 50. 5-0. What? 
What are you talking about? You know what 50 beds are? How could you say that? What are you saying? Ba-da-da, da-da-da. Finally says, 50! You know what he said, 50? He said, how do they have the money? He says, no, they donated 50 hospital beds from not even coming into the hospital. 50 people were saved because their Torah learning, their Torah was protecting around themselves that they didn't have to get 50 people in the hospital because of their Torah learning. You understand what's going on over here? You understand how important Torah is? Do you realize what's going on? And not only that, and I'm going to conclude with this. Listen to what it says. It says, Amalek came, Amalek in the end of the parasha, it says, And what is our Gemara says, the famous Gemara Mesechet Sanhedrin, it says it, another Gemara Yot as well, it says, What does that mean? A person be lazy but Torah, if a person is lazy from learning Torah, what happens? It gives strength, then it gets weakened, we get, the whole army cell gets weakened. Go look, Ben Azmanim, how many times did I see Ben Azmanim is when the, when the yeshiva guys have all? How many times did you see? Go look at history. Go look at every bomb. Every bomb that happened. You know when the Twin Tower, when, when the, the Sparrow bombing, anybody know when the Sparrow bombing was? You, know, you don't remember that year? You know what happened? It happened during Ben Azmanim. It's time where the, where the yeshiva has off. And another time, another bombing that happened, a time when the yeshiva had off. And another time it happened, you tell me Yeshiva had off. Go look at history. This bomb, that war, this war, that war, every war and every bomb and everything like this, mostly 99.9, you'll see that it happened when the Yeshiva was off. When they have been as Manim, when they had that off time. Luckily, now a lot of people out there are making Yeshiva Ben Azmani. That's what they're doing. When's the off time? Tell you very much. Pesach, Sukkot. Pesach, Sukkot, and summer. summer. One month in the summer, three three weeks in the summer. Those are no no three weeks in the summer. Relax, and those are the time where what where they have programs and they have things. Baruch Hashem that that they do even learning even when they off they learn. Because you see how important it is the Torah learning. You see over here that it protects and saves Am Yisrael. You see from the fact that they were in Mara, they had three days, no water. What does it mean, no water? No Torah. That's what it means. Of course it means no water. But no Torah. And that's why they instituted the Torah Monday, Thursday, and Saturday, Shabbat. Why? Because we cannot live without the Torah. We cannot live without the Torah. And the more Torah you learn, the more protection you have for yourself and for your family. My friend, my Havruta, had a fire in his house. My Havruta, that I learned with for about 7 to 10 years, had a fire in his house. You listen to me? He had a fire in his house. He told me, he got up in the middle of the night, he was smelling something, and uh, he just took his baby, he was holding his little baby, maybe a two-month-year-old baby, and by the crib, there was a, uh, there was a, uh, a, a electric, electric, like a, a, a burning, and when he was holding his son, he saw that, and that, he ran, he saved him, he saved his whole entire family. He came to Yeshiva, late that day, he said, why are you late? So he had a fire, he spoke to one of the Rabbanim in the Yeshiva. The Rabbanim said, he says, you're learning Torah, 
only in the yeshiva. That's what he said to him. And we know you're a very strong learner. You learn from the morning till the night. But what do you do in the house? He says, Rabbi, I come into the house, but what I do is I help the kids, I help my wife, I help... That's very good. Do you learn any Torah at all? He says, listen, it's very, very, very overwhelming in this. I'm learning a little... He says, just a little bit? Learn. Even one minute, learn in your house. Even one pasuk. Just have a little bit protection in your house. You hear what's going on? This is Torah. This is what it's all about. Rav Scheinberg. Rav Scheinberg. He had a haruta that said one time he saw the rabbi going upstairs. He said, Rabbi, where are you going upstairs? He said, I'm opening up the door. Opening up the door for who? It's 11 o'clock at night. He said, I'm opening up the door for my kids. I know they're sleeping, but I want my Torah when I learn the Kiddushah go inside their ears. Hey, we think, Rabbi, come on, what are you talking about? Torah is our life. One time, Rabbi Ben Leibowitz, listen good. There was one rabbi got up. Torah is like breath, it's like air. With air without air, you can't live. Without Torah, you can't live. Rabbi Ben got so upset, he banged on the table and went, boom. Not true. He says, what do you mean, not true? Not true. What? He says, yeah, you're saying air, air, you need to live. Torah is more than air. Torah is life itself. You hear what he said? He said, Torah is life itself. It is our life itself. And that's why the rabbis in this week's parasha, before we even got the Sefer Torah, before next week, which we're going to get the Sefer Torah, Hashem says, you need it even before the Torah is given to be or second Torah, because that's our life. That's our life. And that's why a person must understand, get involved now. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn a little bit more than usual. Pump up yourself. Review your learning. Know it, know it well because I have, you have news for you. Hashem will protect you from suffering. Hashem will protect your whole area around you. And of course, you'll see tremendous bracha. And guess what? It's our life. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.